alright, you made it back to another day. Let me, let me pause this for a quick second and ask, how's the weather? And, and I, I, you know, what's funny is I mean this in all sincerity as I've been watching the news earlier this evening, uh, seeing the Northeast up and uh, specifically, was it uh, New York, just getting slammed with four, five, six feet of snow and more to come. I got my measly little inch around here and probably another half inch tomorrow and I'm just holding my hands up in the prayer symbol here saying thank you and praying for everyone that's out there getting slammed by all this weather. And the whole cold front is just wiping across the the whole Midwest and the eastern United States all the way down to my old home in Atlanta seeing some ch uh, chills biting the folks down there uh everybody bundle up stay warm right unless you're in florida or california i don't know what grab a blanket and uh cuddle up and listen to today's episode hey welcome to another episode of your success at last dna that's right doing those necessary actions getting those needed attitude adjustments who am i well as many of you know and if you're new here i'm tracy the ace Brickman. I'm the CIO, your chief inspiration officer, the guy that's giving you that little push out the door, the emotional door as it were, the uh, smack on the back to keep you uh, up and going, that little oomph, that little boost that you need to, uh, to nudge you along. Coming at you with these short shows, and here recently I've been actually been doing pretty good at keeping my time, and hopefully we'll do that again today. But we're going to start off like we always do with our question. Today's question... How are you using your talent? Hmm? How? Now, for those of you that listen repeatedly, you're like, God, he's asking that question again. You need to keep answering the, and give him the answers. Because here's what happens, is that over time, the answers change. Because maybe you are using your talents today, but then you foster a new talent. Hmm? Or today you're saying, well, yeah, I'm not using it because this or because that. Well, then maybe three weeks from now you say, hey, I'm finally using my talent. Why? Well, hopefully, I'm hoping because I sparked you to think about it, but you took the action, so I'm not going to take any credit for it. But if I can nudge someone along and make them say, you know what, I'm not using my, my ability to make people laugh talent at all. And then you start using it. You insert humor into your business presentations, or you entertain your kids by making them laugh, right? And building that bond, right? So use your talents. So after after the uh, the, the podcast, just take a minute, ask answer the question: How am I using my talents? Now, one of the talents that we have, and, and many people will deny it, is uh, the ability to talk to ourselves. I, I I you know I freely freely talk to myself, and I, I I openly admit about it, and I even say the following. And believe quite heavily and very well invested in the following. One, it's okay to talk to yourself. Look, you're going to do it anyway. It's all right. Go ahead. Talk to yourself. I say it's even okay to argue with yourself. Go on. Have the internal debate, right? You've got the little angel sitting on one shoulder, the little devil sitting on the other shoulder, and back and forth you're going, right? Here's where it gets a little scary. If you lose the debate with yourself, well, then we might have to have some discussions about other things. But anyway, really, uh, so here's the thing. Self-talk, it's like a soundtrack that's really consistently playing in your head. It's that record 
for those of us who had albums where the thing would get up and start back. For CDs nowadays, it's the repeat, um, even for MP3 players. It's that repeat button. It's that soundtrack that's consistently playing in your head so that 20 years from now, a song will come on and you say, Oh, I remember that song, and you haven't heard it for 20 years, and you instantly can pick right up on it, right? The thing is, here's the thing. Because it's in so consistently playing in your head, the impact that it has is, it, well, it starts from the inside, which makes it hugely dramatic. It has more impact than just about anything else, all right? The conversations you have with yourself are going to help determine and even alter your emotions and the actions that you take. So I want to talk a little bit about the different types of self-talk and then maybe give you some ideas on how you can use them to your advantage. You ready to go? All right. I'm, I'm, I'm imagining you're saying, yeah, let's go. Okay, so focus on the road if you're driving. Otherwise, sit down, kick back, and listen. First, let's, let's talk about it in general. One of the things I want you to do is I want you to raise your awareness about self-talk. Here's the thing. It's natural. You're going to do it. You're doing it and may not even realize that you're doing it sometimes. I mean, you've done it for years. You've done it probably all your life. The first step you're going to have to do is really become conscious of the commentary that you're creating in your head. Alright? And when you become conscious, then you have the ability to disrupt some old patterns, and really you want to disrupt the, the negative ones. Self-talk is a tool for making changes, right? So maybe you've been, I don't know, reinforcing some fear you have about numbers. Oh, I'm awful at math. Oh, why do I need math? And maybe it's all founded in some grade you got way back in grade school or in high school or in college where you didn't do good in calculus or didn't do good in algebra. Well, I mean, heck, just throw that out. That was way back then. Your head is still stuck back there. Come on up. It's 2014. Get on up here. You can take a new course online. You can buy a book, a CD, an ebook, a course. Heck, you can just walk through the grocery store and start comparing prices. Start using your math mind. Alright? So disrupt old patterns. Now, as you hear me say every episode, take action. Right? You need to incorporate some sort of call to action in your self-talk, in those speeches that you give to yourself. And when you do that, I want you to focus on the goals that you have for your world. Ah, yeah? Tracy's always talking about goals. And here's another one of the little reasons why. So focus on goals that are, that are a little bit challenging, but that you still believe you can reach, okay? And as you're going through this, it's reality check time, right? So and what I mean by this is assess how your self-talk measure up towards what's really happening around you. You see, there's a big difference between a burning slice of toast and being a failure in a kitchen, all right? If you go in there and every time you turn on the stove, Something is too salty, or is too burnt, or too done, or too floury, or too raw. Okay, maybe you need a higher cook. But just because you burnt the meal one time doesn't make you a lousy cook. Heck, I can tell you a great story about getting this, as I read it, was this beautiful recipe for this nice piece of meat. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this. And it was like probably 
three hours of prep work involved in this. You had to do some prep with the meat and rub it with the seasoning and let it marinate and then flip it over and do some stuff on the other side. So probably about three hours of time invested in this. And it was smelling so good and I cooked it. I was like, oh my God. And one of the things I love about cooking is being the taster. And I pulled it out when I thought it was about done. And you, and you take the little knife and you saw off a little end in there and pop it into your mouth and Oh my God! I may as well have just grabbed some sort of parrot salt lick and slid it over my tongue. I don't know what I did to this recipe, but dang, was this awful! Now I felt like crap for the evening because I had built up this this evening dinner I was making for for Shandy and Nick, and just going to have a a nice evening hanging out, BSing, and just be proud of my dinner. Oh, not so much. But the reality check was, you know what, I've made many a good dinner, and I know I'm not bad in the kitchen, just somehow I hosed that one up. So do reality checks, right? Don't, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, okay? Talk it over, all right? And if you're really feeling bad about maybe you've got a couple of bad results, uh, get some feedback from other folks. You've heard me say this a number of times. Reach out to trusted advisors, trusted friends and loved ones whose opinions you know will be uh, valid, right? And see how their, your impressions compare to, I don't know, co-workers or your partner or your spouse or whoever your significant other is at, that, at this time, okay? Your best friend, right? Here's another thing. One of the things about self-talk for it to be very helpful or, or very damaging is consistency. You're awful, awful, right? You don't want to be awful. You often are going to hear the message that, well, what is it? I think Zig Ziglar used to say it um, when he was around, and you can still hear it in his in his presentations. That they, he wanted you to listen to his material 16 times, and when you heard it like that 16th time, you probably didn't need to hear it exactly 16 times, but you were able to recite the story and finish the line, the thought, the message, the feeling before he did. That's when it was a part of who you were. And being consistent with your self-talk does the same thing. So you're going to, you, as often as you, it's like the music being repeated over and over and over again. Now the song starts and you haven't heard it in 20 years, you can sing it. Okay, maybe you can't sing, but you know the words. All right, I know I can't sing. Anyway, um, so your inner dialogue grows accustomed to it, becomes a part of that message, and it gets wiser with that practice. Okay, and here's the last thing I want about self-talk in general. And I'm going to go long to them. I'm forewarning you. This is a, um, an important message I want to share, and I'm going to tell you why in just in just a minute. Um, I want you, I want you to regard yourself as a friend. Right, because gosh, no, we are probably more harsh and and difficult on ourselves than anyone else in our world. Okay, um, well, I want you to instead talk to yourself like you're your best friend. Right, be truthful and be supportive. 
Right? Give that good advice. If you were looking at your best friend and they were going through the same thing that you're going through right now, whatever it is, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, you're fighting with your parents, um, you're, you're having financial difficulties, your, your car broke down, you're fighting the weather, you've got six feet of snow, what are you going to do? Right? If, if they're telling you their woes, what advice would you give them? That's the same advice I want to give to yourself. Right? Regard yourself as a friend. That's huge. All right? So, you can have a couple of different kind of talks. you got the motivational self-talk, you got the instructional self-talk, and the reassuring self-talk. And sometimes the reassuring and motivational can get wrapped up. But let's talk about these briefly. Uh, I don't want to keep it too long, but I, 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 want, I want to finish this off. Um, the motivational self-talk will, uh, will build up your strength. You're going to find your hot buttons. And here's the thing, you're going to keep it brief. When you build up your strengths, see, motivational self-talks tend to work best in situations where you require a little more endurance, a little more confidence, a little more self-pep, right? Because that pep talk can really boost your confidence and make you feel like you're, you're worth something and you have the abilities that you need and you're, you're feeling pumped up and you're ready to take on the world, right? You feel that? Oh, I'm charging myself up over here, right? Um, and one of the keys to do this is you're going to want to key off on key words and feelings that, that invigorate, that inspire you, right? that, that bring you alive, right? You, you may want to call yourself a superhero, da, 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 da. you know, stand in that stance with your, your fists on your hips and your shoulders up, right? And you, you can just see the cape flowing behind you, right? right? And remind yourself that you are awesome. You are. You are. You're awesome, aren't you? Say it. I'm awesome. No, say really say it. I'm awesome. That's right. Okay, anyway. And then finally, keep it brief. I haven't babbled on in this little motivational piece forever. Right? You want to keep it brief. Use short phrases, even single words that will just that mean something to you. Alright? That uh, that will help keep you on track. And you'll be more likely to focus on your assets without being distracted by all the nagging things that the world is going to throw at you, all right? So that's the motivational self-talk. In the instructional self-talk, all right, you're going to want to get in on this one early. See, new projects are going to provide the ideal opportunity for the instructional self-talk. So you can coach yourself during the important beginning stages. So if you're taking on a new project, or you're entering into a new relationship, or you're moving and getting a new job, you're going to want to start early with these little self-talks, right? Get in there early and coach yourself, right? And be precise when you're doing this self-talk. You want to break down tasks and specific steps. And if you're working on, uh, let's say, public speaking, urge yourself to make the eye contact. And then make sure you watch your pace and that you sound enthusiastic. You'll pick like three things. And those are the things you're going to start coaching yourself on. You know, again, this comes back to the motivational one: single words, short phrases, and be specific. All right, be precise. And then finally, on the instructional self-talk, you want to visualize success. You want to picture yourself getting the results that you want as you're saying these things. Right? Maybe you see yourself hitting that home run, and the crowd goes wild. Or you, you know, more realistically, maybe you see yourself. You know, Dancing the Tango. Dun, 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 dun. Obviously, there's been uh, like shows like Dancing with the Stars on recently, right? Uh, whatever it is you want to do, you see yourself getting the date with that person you've been wanting to date, or you see yourself doing a great job 
uh, at that new job or uh, moving into a, a new area and finding the great home, right? Instructional self-talks. And then finally, the reassuring self-talk. In this one, you're going to want to go through uh, three steps again. Uh, acknowledge your feelings, create some distance, and look at the bright side. Okay? And you can mix these up. Trust me. All right? But the first thing you want to do is you want to acknowledge your feelings. See, a soothing self-talk can help you manage yourself through tense moments so that you can feel more comfortable, more at ease, and have, even have more skill. And for the best results, you're going to want to accept your emotions instead of trying to suppress them. You can act courageous, but you can still be afraid, right? And here's why I'm sharing this with you. Uh, if you've listened to the show recently, you know my, my brother passed away not too long ago in the middle of September. And, of course, that was a, a big life-altering event for me. Lots of emotions that come along with that. And then you start thinking, oh, what if? What if I'd have done this for him? What if I'd have done that for him? So that self-talk was, was picking away at me. And I, and I, I wrangled that in. And right about the time, I'm pretty... You know, I'm now I want to say uh, used to him being gone because you're never really used to someone that important in your world being gone, right? No, I know when I when I lost my uh, second daughter, Krista, uh, she was 16 months old. I'm still not over that, and that was 20 years ago. Okay, um, uh, you just deal with it differently. Anyway, so I, I was at the point where okay, my day-to-day -day routine was going back in the swing of things, and I could talk about it comfortably. Um, and then my niece sends me a package of some items. Um, you know, it was, uh, Robbie was an avid knife collector, and I said, they were asking me, what would you like of his? And I, I, I want to say I didn't care, but I just didn't want to be a burden like that. It's like, well, I tell you what, if, if find one of his knives that you, you don't, you don't want to keep, and just give me one of those, and it'd be fine. And uh, so, uh, Kayla, his daughter, being the creative and just wonderful uh, gal that she is. She got this uh, wooden lift top box and she customized it, you know, hand drew and painted the KISS logo with their faces in each one of the letters and then put inside of it a couple of the knives, uh, a dog tag with a saying that we both believed in, a couple of his old rings and this little sack, uh, this little leather pouch with uh, his lion logo on it. And it arrived, and I opened it up, and there's a picture of him on his motorcycle that she uh, she sent to me. And I'm, I'm looking through this stuff. Of course, the, the emotions are welling up, the tears going on, and the self-talk kicked in. I, I, it was it was just like like that. It just started all over again. Well, when I saw him, why didn't I help him? You know, lose a little bit of weight. Why didn't I work with him on this? My, it, it, and I had to catch myself, right? I had to give myself that reassuring self-talk. I had to accept my emotions. I was hurting. And I was hurting because he was gone. Not because I didn't tell him this or because I didn't spend time with him that. You know, it was, uh, he was gone. And that, that was painful. All right? So I can be afraid, but I can still act courageously. Okay? So, anyway, that's what we're talking about. Um, Self-talks today is because I went through that yesterday. I told you. You're going to go through my world with me, all right? I'm just that real. I'm going to share these things with you. If it helps you, yay. If not, maybe I'm not the guy for you. Anyway, let's finish off. Reassuring self-talk. So you want to acknowledge your feelings. And the next one is you want to create some distance, all right? Uh, some studies have found that calling yourself by name 
attaches you. But if you substitute you instead of I, it enables people to really kind of deal with stress better. It's kind of like talking to yourself in the third person. Uh, it, it's one way to restore a little bit of um, objectivity when you're feeling pressured. If you start saying, well, if you did this and you did that, and it just comes back to if your best friend was sitting across the table from you and seeking the very advice, going through the same thing you're going through, that you're maybe browbeating yourself in your head about, what advice would you give them? Talk to them like that. If you did this and if you did that, rather than I did I that, right? It gives you that little bit of distance and a little bit of objectivity, and your logic might kick in just enough to wrangle you back in, okay? And then lastly on the reassuring, what do you want to do? Yeah, you, you want to look on the bright side. Self-talk won't make, make your life's challenges disappear. I'm sorry, I'm not going to blow smoke and, and up your hindsight, right? It's not all roses and cotton candy out there. And self-talk is just not going to change the world. However, it can help you respond constructively. And that's what you want to do. You want to think positively and take action. So instead of criticizing yourself for a misstep, concentrate on what you can do better. What's the next step that you can take in the future? Look, here's the deal. You need to be aware that you're having conversations with yourself in your head. That's just a fact. Like I said earlier, right? So let's use what you're already doing, one of your talents, right? The question of the day, um, one of your talents as it were. Uh, to your own advantage by disrupting your negative patterns and taking some positive action consistently. Build upon your talents and your strengths by keying off using those those hot buttons, those words that excite and inspire you, and not using the ones that incite and deflate you. See, and there, like I said earlier, there's no need to memorize long, drawn-out mantras when a few quick words that light up your heart, that make your soul sing, are all that you need. Alright? So, channel your self-talk and start moving in a positive direction. Get in touch with the thoughts that, that automatically run through your head and turn them into a steady stream of encouragement. You'll reduce your stress, you'll enhance your self-confidence, and you'll enjoy a whole lot more success in your life. Alright? So I'm going to leave you like I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Bye-bye. Talk to you tomorrow.